Hey there guys and welcome to another episode of This Life Podcast. Episode 10. We here, we we here at episode 10. I don't know why there was such a milestone, but I'll actually go into that in a minute. I'll talk about um episode 10 and why it's such a big number for me now and why I'm looking at it differently. But yeah, I mean, where am I now? I'm actually inside my flat. I'm in Cape Town at the moment, which is actually insane. And if you can hear any like street noises, because like my flat is like right over like a main road, like a like a, if you're in Cape Town, like Ronnebosch Main Road, it's like quite a big main road. So if you hear like any hooting or ambulance, like I'll try my best to take it out and post. But if you do hear it, I do apologize for that. Um, it's quite a nice day here. It's a Friday afternoon, late Friday afternoon. Recording on a Friday because I actually got quite a few things to do this weekend. So I was like, you know, I'd call the podcast now, get it done, and be able to dedicate some proper time to it. It's not the best of days, eh? But the past few days in Cape Town, it's been horrendous. We've had like winds and rain and like stormy weather. Like it's been crazy. It's been really cold, eh? I don't know why. It's like full blown winter here because we have we've had a cold front for like days. So it's quite crazy. But otherwise, I'm doing great. It's not the best day today. But I went up upstairs onto my roof and had a cup of coffee anyway. And like, I made myself a cup, went up there and just chilled and looked around. Even though it's quite miserable, it's always nice to like just have a view for like a few minutes and to step away from your work and take a nice like break, which was very, very nice. Um, but otherwise, I wanted to ask, how are you guys doing? I hope your week has been going great and your weekend is going even better. And I'd like to take this moment before we dive into talking about my week and the story for this week to give a present moment reminder so we are here we are present whatever you're doing right now just focus on that action take a deep breath in and then slowly let it out realize that we are here in the present moment the only moment we're going to have the only moment we're going to get whatever you're doing right now be present in that so i talk about my week this week i actually arrived in cape town last week saturday which obviously the podcast that went up last week had to be uploaded a bit earlier and scheduled, which is quite a big thing for me because I was driving, traveling most of the time. But I'm actually on holiday as well. This week I'm on holiday from my college, which is actually awesome. It's It's been incredible. It's, it's so nice to kind of take a step back from college because this term was quite weird. And it was very nice to now have a week where I can just focus on myself, like my own goals, my own personal growth and achievements, my own work that I actually really, really enjoy, like my passion that I actually like doing which is like my photography and my film. I've been taking a lot of photos of people, been editing a lot, edited a video that I've actually been procrastinating on for a while. I've not been wanting to edit it. I filmed it all, I conceptualized it, I refilmed it. And for some reason, I was just procrastinating and procrastinating and procrastinating and kept putting off the editing process because I wasn't happy with where it was going. And it was very interesting. The other day I said, you know what? Now I'm done. I sat down at one o'clock and I edited till six. I said, cool, I'm going to edit this podcast. I'm at podcast. <laughs> I'm going to edit this video. I'm going to push through it. And I don't care how it comes out. I'm just going to do it for fun. And within that, it's, I actually have edited and I'm like, this is probably one of my best videos I've ever edited. I was so, I'm so, so happy with it. I'm so stoked with how it came out. Everything is just there. Everything just worked out amazing. And I'm so happy. And I don't know why I was procrastinating. So I just like to say on to you that often when we procrastinate about things and make them worse than they actually are, they're not really that bad once you do it and get into it. And that's just what I'd like to say on to you on that. And I'm so excited to upload it. I'll be on YouTube and IGTV. I'm going to upload it soon this week. I'm so excited for it. But yeah, I mean, besides that, this week has completely flown by. It's been an absolutely crazy week. But at the same time, it's been really incredible. I've seen a lot of friends. I had a mate's 21st. I caught up with mates. I've had co- gone out for coffee a few times. I'm catching up with people. Went out to take photos, like I said, been editing, been learning. 
but it's also been a crazy week, not just in the sense of like what I've been doing, but also what's been happening to me. It's like, there's been a lot of ups and downs, like some really low lows, like some really sad points and some really high points. Like it's been a roller coaster in terms of my emotions and my personal self. And I think it's because I've been alone. So I'm alone in my flat, which I love. I am like so grateful to have like our own little place that I can chill in and it's warm, it's cozy. I really love my little flat, like I really love it. Um, but I've also been lonely. I've been realizing that I'm alone. I'm not with my family. I can't just pop out to go see my mom, my dad, like, cause they're in the main house or I can't just, um, be with family all the time. I'm not surrounded by people. I've also got to like, look after myself. So there's, it's been a bit of reality check, like just hit me like, yo, you're okay. Now we're fully on our own now. And also in the sense that I'm very, very busy. If I don't want to be busy, I want to have more time to relax. I want to focus on other things. So there's, it's, there's been a lot going on and I'm like thinking about a lot about my future and like where I want to go and like. This always happens in my holidays because my holidays, I kind of get a glimpse into what my life will be like when I am doing what I really want to do, which is like freelancing. And I wake up every day, I have a strict schedule. Like I wake up, I have my morning routine, I sit down at my desk, I get editing, I get working, I, I'll either go out for the day, take some photos, or I'll film something. So I'm always working, always making things. And it kind of gives me a glimpse into what my life is like. And then I end up getting quite like, not envious, but a little bit upset that I'm not living that life now, that I'm not freelancing out in the world and... Yeah, so I've been thinking about a lot of things about how I'm going to get to where I want to be and like working harder, but like ugh, it's it's been weird. It's, but I'm feeling great today. I'm feeling really, really great. Just really, really grateful. Um, like I said in the previous episode, like gratitude is really what can determine your perspective and change it to a more positive one. So that's where I've been at right now is I'm just feeling really grateful. I'm really happy that I'm working on my skills and there's so many incredible things to come for me. And like I think for a lot of people in life, there's always incredible things coming if you just put your head down you focus on it, you drive your energy towards that and you work for that, I think. And I just know there's a lot of incredible things so it's made me feel really happy. But like I said this week, there were ups and downs, but within those ups and downs, I learned so much. I learned a lot about myself, like I was talking about earlier. I learned a lot about my life, my work, and just the mind in general, as well as other people. I've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan's podcasts where he interviews Jordan Peterson, where he interviews Sam Harris, um, Elon Musk. And I've also been listening to a lot of Jordan Peterson's lectures and his talks. And it's been really incredible. I've been learning a lot about my life and me as a person. And also, I just finished um, Malcolm Gladwell's book, Outliers, which has been an incredible read. I highly recommend it. If if you're someone who believes in the self-made man or the self-made woman or the self-made person, whatever, um, that book completely debunks that whole theory because there's no such thing as a self-made individual. There isn't. Um, there's a lot of factors that influence that, your background, your cultural legacies, your family history, your upbringing, your community. There's so many things that influence that. And that was a really big wake-up call for me and taught me a lot about other people and people that are successful and people that are further in life. And and it's helped me a lot with my comparison, actually. I've stopped comparing myself because I'm like, look, there's so many variables that got that person to where they are that I can't even compare because our variables are so different and so vastly on two sides of a spectrum that we can't compare each other because... He was probably born here and then his dad was this and then his culture is this and, and this and that. And then I realized there's so much difference between us that comparison isn't even possible. It's been really helping me with that. And my, the mind in general, I've learned so much from Jordan Peterson's book. So I read his book, 12 Rules for Life a while ago. And then his talks now is, I watched a talk yesterday where he breaks down the book. And it was really amazing to hear his interpretation of it because obviously as a reader, I'm kind of struggling to see his side of it. But then when he gave a talk, he spoke completely from his side and I just learned a lot about the mind and how about psychology and how we base things, our perspective on life and 
how we see the world is determined by certain things and our work and passion and just life. And it's been really amazing. I've been really learning to simplify life instead of making it so complicated, which is really amazing. I've learned a lot of skills this week as well. I've been looking at a lot of courses, learning a few things. I've learned some cool photography things, some cool editing techniques, the importance of sound design. It's really been amazing. It's been a lot of fun. Um, on top of that, like I said earlier, I took a lot of photos. I've been seeing a lot of mates. It's been jawling. It's like not a big thing. I haven't been going out that much. It's not really something that I like to do. But yes, it's been a jam-packed week. And this was supposed to be my time for relaxing because it's my holiday. So I wanted to take some time to relax. But yet it was actually a very relaxing week because I had some time to myself. I've gone out and seen people. I've done the biggest thing that I wanted to do when, when I came to Cape Town, which was see people, which was go out, which was get out into the world and take a break from the claustrophobic atmosphere of my room, which was in Braido. I was getting to get very claustrophobic and very suffocated. So it's been very nice to be here, to go out and photo people, to go out and film things, to go out and see mates, to go to the, go watch the sunset, to go be alive, you know, do things that make me feel a lot alive, which is a lot alive, doing things that really make me feel alive. I think that's the best thing that people should do on holidays is spend time doing the things they want to do um, because you've, you've been given this time to prioritize things and put your priorities where you want them to be because you're not being dictated to by other people. So in my case, I'm not dictated to by my college anymore. I'm like, cool, I've just got myself to go after and that's what I'd like to do. And that's what I recommend for a lot of you that either are on school holidays, varsity holidays, or you're just on a break from work is take that time to fully do the things that you want to do. Don't do the things that you have to do because there's already enough things that you have to do in your life. And therefore, it's so important to find the things that you want to do and focusing on them. But I'm feeling great and I'm feeling really fresh. And that's like all what holidays are about. It's about doing the things and activities that refresh you, refresh your mind and rejuvenate your soul so that when you go back, you can really work hard and really keep pursuing your passion. And there's a lovely quote that I like to talk about here from Robin Sharma, which I've used before, which is that um, world-class performance requires world-class recovery. To perform at the top level, you need to recover at the top level to keep performing at the top level, which I think is really amazing. But we're going to go into today's topic, which is quite an interesting topic. I was struggling to come up with a topic for this week's podcast, and I was kind of procrastinating it a bit. But I went into it and I said, you know what? Episode 10, I'm going to spend this time reflecting on the This Life podcast as it is up until this point. So this is actually going to be the last episode of the This Life podcast, but not forever. This isn't going to be the end and I'm just going to leave the podcast. No, 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 no. This is just me kind of stopping now and pressing a gigantic pause button on the This Life podcast. And I think I just want to take some time in this episode to reflect on the podcast as a whole, as it is until we've gotten to this point and just say, look, this last episode for a bit, um, but I will be coming back soon. But you know, this really has been an amazing experience this podcast it's it's always been something that i've wanted to do so i've always said look i'm gonna start a podcast i'm gonna start a podcast and one of the things that was really incredible was i came back to my res and i found my to-do list from february and it wasn't really like a to-do list in a day it was to-do list in things that i wanted to start and set up and get going in 2020 and a lot of them were things that i'd done and even more there were things and habits that i was trying to build but really struggling to and now here i am realizing that i've built all those habits already over 2020 and i feel so amazing it's been a really great year of personal growth and on that list was start a podcast and that um that to do item had been on there for ages and i never got around to doing it so doing it over this time of lockdown has been really amazing so i'm so glad that i started it that i did it because it's it's really really amazing and Within that, I just wanted to talk about how easy it is to just start something, to just do it, to just get it going. And I know I just said, thank God, just do it. 
And it's really hard to just do something. But what you must do is you must jump into it so fast that your mind can't think of a rational reason for you not to do it. And you're like, oh, no, I'll do it tomorrow. Just do it. You know, if there's something that you've wanted to do or that you want to start or that you want to make or anything, doesn't matter what it is, just do it. Just literally start it right now. Don't let your mind create a irrational excuse. Just jump straight into it and do it. Like no matter what it is, no matter what you want to do, it's so important that you start. Starting is always the biggest obstacle. And there's a really nice quote that I like here. And I read it somewhere in the YouTube comments, which is action creates confidence, where postponement and hesitation feeds fear. So this thing that you want to start, right? At the moment, it's a slight obstacle thing to do. It's like a little molehill of an obstacle. You're like, okay, well, I've just got to start. You just got to get over that initial little molehill to start your thing. But by putting it off and putting it off and hesitating and postponing it, you feed the fear of starting this thing and getting over that little molehill. Then before you know it, this little molehill has become this monumental mountain and you can't even get over it. You can't even start at this point because you've kept postponing and hesitating this thing that you want to start and thus feeding the continuous fear of wanting to start it and then you never do. But action creates confidence. If you tackle this task, this task of starting this thing while it's still a molehill, you could create more confidence to keep going. You'll create confidence to start other things and you'll build this confidence of just starting, of action. And it's such a powerful thing and it's that just start because the action that you take to start something will create confidence to keep going. So so whatever it is that you want to do, even if you just do the little step, just break this thing down that you want to start into little steps to kind of get some action going. So if that thing is a random example, you've always want to start a YouTube channel, but you've never done anything about it. Well, break it down. So what do I need to do to start a YouTube channel? I need to create an account. I need to set up a cool name. I need to make a banner. I need to get a display picture. I need to upload a video. So break those tasks down into simple ones and do them daily. One day, make the account, come up with a name. The next day, make a picture and a banner. Then the next day, start planning what your first video will be. And now you've started. And by doing this thing consecutively every day, you are setting aside time to keep going and keep starting and thus feeding action and thus doing action and thus feeding your confidence, which is really amazing. And that was something that I did with this podcast is I said, I've always wanted to do it. You know, let's just do it. I came up with a name. I made the banner. I created all the accounts. I set it all up. And then the next week I started. I brainstormed concepts that I wanted to talk about. I started writing it up. I just recorded an episode. And next thing you knew, here I am two and a half months later, 10 episodes in, and I have great confidence in making my weekly podcast. It is no longer something that I'm fearful to do because I've done the action to build the confidence. So let me as myself and this podcast be a perfect example and inspiration for you to just start because I promise you it is so much easier than it is. I remember uploading the first episode and being like, oh no, no, but now I'm like, you know what, I just upload it and it's there. It's not like such a humongous monumental thing because your mind is a powerful tool and the postponement and hesitation will create fear that isn't really there. So how has this podcast helped me and kind of changed me in my life? Well, a big reason I wanted to start this podcast was to kind of discuss concepts that I want to test myself on, basically. So I want to spread knowledge about the things that I know and also test the things I know. How much do I know the things I know? How well do I know them? Do I really remember the things from the books I read and from the talks I listen to? And it was a big test of my knowledge on that, which is something that I've always wanted to do. Also something to prep me to talk more off the cuff. I can talk off the cuff, as I have said in the past, but... When I talk off the cuff, it's not the most systematical thing. It's very kind of all over the place. My thoughts are splashed everywhere and I'm not really making sense. 
And then it gets to a point where I've spoken so much and I've gotten so far into what I want to talk about. And then I arrive at a point where I go, wait, why am I here? What did I want to talk about? And this podcast has kind of allowed me to, to get to that point, stop and realize where I actually am in what I'm talking about and then branch out to the other things that I also want to talk about. It's been a process that has taught me a lot of skills in that aspect, in terms of talking, in terms of breaking down concepts, in terms of explaining things, in terms of confidence and talking off the cuff. I think it's been a really incredible experience in that aspect and it's taught me a lot about that and that's how it's helped me and changed me and then in terms of my life it's been a great thing to do consistently it's built the habit of me keeping up something weekly to keep creating weekly content all the time to edit more to record more to conceptualize it's it's been a it's been a weekly thing and it's taught me the power of keeping up something every week and the pressures of making consistent content so what have i learned well i've learned a lot along this podcast journey i've learned kind of the amount of people that send you rubbish emails saying that your podcast is gaining traction and that they need to sponsor you or you or you need to pay them for this feature because when your podcast gets big you're going to need it and all this rubbish like you know, and, I, and then I, I know my podcast isn't really gaining traction i don't even know how many listeners have things like five or something i don't even know i really don't mind um but yeah you know, i've learned the power like i said the pressures and the power of weekly content of making things on a consistent basis and how powerful it can be to get yourself into that habit and that skill because later on in life where well for me especially and i think for a lot of people in the creative industries there are constant pressures of making consistent content and getting into the habit now when before you're even working of creating content all the time and the pressures and sticking to it and having the ability to conceptualize record and edit and finalize something in a short period of time is a really great skill and this is me doing that on a minor scale so that when i do it on a major scale it'll be much easier so what do i recommend for people that want to start a podcast well like i said is just do it this is me literally using my laptop microphone i edit it in premiere pro you can edit it in anything literally you can edit it in windows live movie maker i'm sure thankfully premiere pro does allow you to import mp3 files and it allows you to edit it or which you can do is you can use your phone your phone is a great microphone you can use any device to record that has a microphone and boom you've got your podcast you can just make sure that you don't stuff up words or if you do stuff up words you can edit it there are tons of free apps on your phone that can edit a podcast and there are tons more on your computer that can edit podcasts and mp3s and it's very very easy to set up it's very easy and it's a lot easier than you think but I'd also recommend is planning out your episode topics. Say, okay, cool, for the next five episodes, we're going to talk about this. And then the day before, plan out what you want to talk about. It can be short, like two A4 pages or one A4 page of just brainstorm what you want to talk about so that you know that when the podcast is going, you know where you're going to go and what you want to talk about. So you don't just sit there waffling about random rubbish. And then because you want people to listen, you want people to stay entertained, you've got to be able to systematically talk about what you want to talk about and make sense. So I think that's the biggest thing is brainstorm beforehand and anyone can really do it. It's a lot of fun. It's very easy. Check out sites such as Acast, which are like these hosting websites that distribute your podcast onto all platforms. You just upload it once and then the website does the rest, which is brilliant, which is I think something that a lot of people use. So one thing I've also learned throughout this whole podcast process is it's all about iterating. It's not going to be exactly how you want it to be in the beginning, but when you start, it's just going to be there. Now you've started it, now you've committed the hardest part of the action, which is to just do it. But now the rest of it is just about iterating, about changing it, and about seeing what works, seeing what doesn't work. And that applies to kind of everything in life. But with this podcast, what I learned is that I kind of iterated how I was conceptualizing it. So now my brainstorming process is a lot more thorough and I break down things a lot more. 
my recording process is a lot more easier for me now instead of me being like, oh, I can't do it at this time, I can't do it at this time, realizing that I can record at any time as long as I set up soundproofing appropriately and kind of learning what type of podcast I want to produce. So kind of deciding how I want the podcast to sound. So in the beginning, it was, it had music throughout and there was different music each time. And then I would say specific things in the beginning and say specific things in the end. But now I've gotten to a consistent basis of just having music in the beginning, having no music in the middle, and then having a little bit of music at the end. And I intro and outro the podcast in the same way. But that's all about iterating. I didn't just get to that point in the beginning. I had to change a few things here and there and say, cool, this works. Okay, this sounds good. This doesn't sound good. And that's what iteration is. It's all about the trying the different things once you start and seeing what works for you. Um, because the podcast has really changed over 10 episodes. And that's all just because of me iterating and changing it up. And if I was to do another 10, which I probably will, but not right now, is there'll be a lot of changes that will come with those 10. Um, episode 1 will sound completely different to episode 20, even though I may keep the setup exactly the same. How I edit it and what I do and how I talk and what I talk about will be changed. And that's just about iteration. And that happens in anything that you do in life that you want to do or that you become proficient at. Is The more you do it, the better you become. And the more you want to change things and iterate and keep the challenge up. And the more you want to express your creative ability to make something, but make it better and better each time. And when I started the podcast, one thing I noticed was it was not what I expected it to be. This podcast has not turned out what I expected it to be. But I'm so glad that I started because it takes time for you to get something that you've made where you want it to be. And this is for anything in life. You won't start the podcast and it's going to be exactly what you th thought it would be in terms of your banner, in terms of what you talk about, in terms of the music. It won't sound exactly what you thought in your head. You have to get to that point through iteration, through trying, through changing things up, through trying new things. That's how you'll get it to where you want it to be. And that's the same within anything in life. And I've even noticed that with my photographies, when I started taking photos, I would look at someone like randomly, Peter McKenna, and say, oh, I can take those photos. But then I realized that when I started taking photos, I was like, you know what, I actually can't do that. I've got to go through the process. I've got to iterate my process of taking photos, my editing process, my actual taking photos, and like how I take photos. That all takes time of you changing and practicing and learning new things and trying new things. And that's how you get something where you want it to be, how it was in your head. One thing I also learned through this podcast is that things are harder than they seem, but you are always guaranteed guaranteed to get better that is the power of failure and it's really incredible and I, this is also applies to anything is that when you try something out you think it's it is easier to start than you think but to go through it to the end is harder than you think then like the phrase it's easier said than done it is easier said than done and it's easier to think it up than to do it but the power in that is you are always guaranteed to get better like I said, when I started taking photos, I was like, oh, I'm going to be like Peter McKinnon. Started taking photos, they were horrible. And I didn't really like them and I got quite disappointed. And that was quite hard for me. But I kept going, I kept iterating, kept trying, practicing. And now here I am where I'm really happy with my photos. Sure, they're not at Peter McKinnon's level, but I'm really, really happy with them. And I was guaranteed to get better the second I picked up a camera and started taking photos. And that was the power of failure. I failed a few shots. Some of my edits have looked horrendous. Sometimes I've gone out to go do a shoot. All the photos are rubbish and I delete all of them. But I learned so much through that. And through that, I was guaranteed to get better. And that, like I said, is the power of failure. And thus... On the topic of iteration and getting better, I have kind of grown within my, this podcast. I've grown as a person. I've grown within my knowledge, within what I understand about life and the world, because vocalizing your concepts and talking about them solidifies them in your mind and like solidifies how you understand things. It kind of proves yourself how much you know and how much you understand. And through that, I've grown as a person and I've gotten better at 
doing a podcast, like I know how long it takes to conceptualize. I know that I can record it in this amount of time. I feel more confident talking on a microphone. And that's such an incredible thing, especially for me in my industry, where I want to go, where I'll be talking on mics a lot, where I'll be talking in front of cameras a lot. So it's good for me to be comfortable and confident talking on a microphone. And I've gotten better at doing that. So I'm really happy within this podcast. And like I said, when I started, I wasn't so great. I was nervous. I was uncomfortable. But look, it only took me two and a half months to get to where I am now. 10 episodes. It could take you five episodes. It could take you 50 episodes. But you are always guaranteed to get better. And this is the same within everything, like I was saying, within photography, within film, within design, even within my waitering job. When I started, I was so nervous to talk to tables. I couldn't manage a lot. I was very stressed out. And then before COVID, I was very comfortable in front of tables, an awkward situation would happen, an awkward silence, something awkward, and I just move it on. I don't mind. I just pass it on and keep going because that's what it's about is you learn and you are guaranteed to get better at what you do. I'm more comfortable at tables. I can do more as at my job and I feel better as a waiter and that's just how things are. And even with reading, when I started reading, I couldn't sit down and read for so long. I get tired. I get drowsy. I'd lose what the author was saying and have to reread a page. But now I'm at the point where I can read 20 pages a day, which is not a lot, but I can read 20 pages a day and I'm comfortable and I'm not tired. I'm not drowsy. and I know exactly what the author is saying. And one thing I'd like to say here is to get true growth takes little steps consistently. And that is what habits are. That's why habits are so powerful. It's consistently doing this thing, doing this thing that you want to learn, the skill, and continuously doing it because you're guaranteed to get better. But not even at that, it helps you in other concepts. My waitering job, me getting more comfortable in, in me getting more comfortable in awkward situations, talking to people, engaging with people, has really helped me in my life, in my normal life, in meeting new people, in meeting friends, and going out, and having awkward moments happen, and I can just pass them on a lot more easier from my job. And I think... That's because while I was there, I was bad at it and I was guaranteed to get better. I got better and then it aided me a lot in the real world. And that is the true power of habits. That's why habits are so powerful. No matter what habits you have or what you want to start is just start them. Do the action to create the confidence and then through that, get better and better and better. And you will fail, but you're always guaranteed, like I said, to get better. And you will continue to get better and better at it and it will aid you in other aspects of your life. Like reading now has allowed me to retain knowledge a lot better. So even if I'm reading anything else, an article or something for college or listening to something, is I retain information better because I've trained my mind like that. And that's just the power of habits, which I think is really incredible. But that is what this podcast was for me. It was a learning experience. It was something that would, it was a habit that would help me in other aspects of my life. And that's exactly what it's done. And it's, it's just done a lot. And it's been a full-blown learning experience. I haven't really cared how many listeners I get per week. I haven't really minded if people hit me up about the podcast. I don't mind if the podcast falls fat on its face, which it may have. I don't know. I haven't checked in the statistics because I'm just like, I don't really want to check them because I don't really mind. Um, but for me, it's just been about that, the learning experience, learning new skills, understanding how the podcast world works, and just kind of dipping my toes into as many things as possible so I can understand and learn new things. Like I said, this was a habit and I got better and it's helped me in other aspects of my life. And it really has been absolutely amazing because we as human beings, we learn through doing, not through watching. Like I said, we learn through action, which creates the confidence to keep going. Because if we just look and watch something, we're not actually doing it. We're just creating postponement and hesitation, which will feed our fear of it. I mean, you can't watch your dad drive or your mom drive. You can't just watch them drive and then know how to drive. You've got to learn how to drive by driving. <laughs> That's how you get better at something is by committing the action because your brain then knows how to do it for you. 
because everyone does their own things differently or everyone drives differently. You have to find how you drive and that's why by doing the action, by committing to something, you train your brain to think, okay, how do I do this? Okay, I drive like this and then you learn how to do it and you create an action which creates confidence to keep going. So if, if there's anything you've ever wanted to do, just give it a go. Like if you ever want to do 100 push-ups, you're not going to know unless you do a push-up. You can't say, okay, I can do 100 push-ups. You're not going to be able to. You have to do the push-ups. You don't read about doing push-ups and then get better at doing push-ups. No, you've got to do the push-ups. Thus, I say to you, just start that one thing. Just start it. No matter what it is, that thing that you want to do, it can be literally anything on planet Earth. It could be the fact that you want to put a post on your wall. Cool, go out, buy a post and do it. Just get up right now. Stop what you're doing, pause the podcast, if it is, go out, buy a post to put up on your wall. Or if you want to make your own post, so start drawing it out. Take 10 minutes now to just draw out a rough draft of the post you want to put up and then just do it. Because by committing to the action of something, you build the confidence to keep going and pull through it. And we learn through doing, not through watching or reading or anything like that. And it's interesting because a lot of this actually links over to what I've been um, reading at the moment within this book called Make Time, which is a brilliant book. It's by Jake Knapp or Jake Knapp and John Zaretsky. And it's a really brilliant book. And basically it speaks about how we can achieve more and do more in a day without working harder, doing more work or being more productive. It's pretty crazy. So the book, as it says, just called Make Time. And that's exactly what the book is about, just making time for the things you want to do. But not in the sense that, okay, I'm gonna be more productive with this task, so therefore I can do this thing that I want to do. It basically says that you must make time. You must write it down, say, cool, I'm gonna do this today. Put it on your calendar, make it a task to do in your day and make time for it. Say, cool, for these two hours from two to four o'clock, I'm gonna work on this thing that I wanna do. And you've scheduled that time, you've set it aside and it's done. I'm only like, I think 70 pages into the book and the book goes way more into what I'm gonna tell you right now. But I'm just gonna tell you the basic stuff about what I've read so far and what I know so far. And basically the book talks about these things called highlights and what they are is we all have this these someday goals, these things that we want to achieve someday, these things that we want to be doing someday, these things that we want to do no matter what it is, whether that's hike a mountain or sail around an island or whatever it is that we want to do. And what they say is you can break down these bigger someday goals and achievements into daily highlights. So even though you can't do the whole thing in like a day or a week, you can do small daily increments to get towards this thing that you want to do. And those can be called your highlights. And what you can do is every day you write down that thing that you want to do. So you say, okay, today I want to, if we take the example of sailing around an island, we say, cool, today I'm going to plan the island. I want to sail around whatever and where, where I want to go. And then next you can say, cool, I'm going to plan the flights and all of that stuff. And then you say the next day, cool, I'm going to buy the boat or the, I'm going to start making the boat or I'm going to learn how to kayak or do whatever you want to do. And you slowly do small increments to get you where you want to be. And those things each day will be your highlights to get you towards this goal that you want to do. And it allows you to get more fulfillment in your days because you feel like you're actually doing the things that you want to do rather than just mindlessly being busy and following other people's needs and commands that they want you to do. It speaks way more into concepts such as the busy bandwagon and infinity pools. And the busy bandwagon is basically, we're being busy for the concept of being busy, filling our inboxes, doing work, continuously working just for the sake of doing things. Because if we aren't busy all the time, then we're falling behind. And that's a complete misconception about life. And they speak about something else called infinity pools. And infinity pools are just like things on the side, like your social media, your Netflix, your Instagram, your YouTube, anything that has an infinite amount of content and satisfaction that you can indulge in. 
So that can be Netflix. How many, you watch Netflix, right? It has that continuous refresh feature where it goes on to the next episode. YouTube has autoplay. Instagram has the infinite scroll. These are infinity pools, inf infinite amounts of content that can hit you with dopamine every several seconds. Because by committing to the busy bandwagon, we are unsatisfied, we are unhappy, all we do is work and we unfulfilled. The infinity pools fills in that spare time that we're not busy and gives us quick dopamine hits so we can continue with the busy bandwagon, which brings us back to infinity pools, and it's a cycle. And that's why reading that book has really allowed me to kind of think more about this concept of just starting, just taking the action, setting aside the time and just doing it. Write down this thing that you want to do. Schedule it on your calendar. Make time for it. I know that's a bit of a fun, but make time for it. It's how powerful it is. But I highly recommend you read this book. I'm only 70 pages in. It's like 200, 300 pages or something. Brilliant read so far. It's got little illustrations and doodles all in it to make it fun and make it cool. I highly recommend you read it if you are someone that wants to make more time for your passion and something that you want to do. For me, I'm already committing a lot to my passion, but I know that I've got college work and I've got my job. So I say, cool, well, I want to make more time for my hustle, for my photography, for my film, so that I can eventually make it a full-time career. And even if you're already doing your full-time career that you love, get this book still, because it will allow you to set time for your own personal goals, for your own personal achievements. I just think it's great. It's really changed the way I would think about time management and to-do lists and just accomplishing things that I want to do. I highly recommend the book if you'd like to read it. But this actually links over to why I'm taking a break for the podcast. I didn't just go on that on a whole tangent. It links over to how we must take action to start something. And it also links over to why I'm taking a break for this podcast. So within the book, they talk about how you must make a priorities list, which is like the things that you prioritize in your life. And these are like broad words, big concepts. So I made a priority list and it's seven things. And you rank each thing top priority to your least priority. And I ranked it all. And Unfortunately, the podcast fell quite low on this priority list. And I said, look, if it's not for me the biggest priority, if I'm not getting the biggest amount of enjoyment, let's take a break, see how things are, and then bring it back in a bit later and start it up again. You know, it's like I don't want to stop doing this completely because it's been an amazing thing. There's so many lot of skills. But it's not the biggest priority. And I want to focus on other things. I want to focus more on my passion, more on personal growth, so I can get closer to where I want to be in life. Because the podcast for me at the moment is becoming a thing that I'm procrastinating. I'm not wanting to do but then I end up doing it like I am right now and end up really loving it. I'm having so much fun recording this episode and it's a lot of fun. But maybe, just maybe, I'll actually end up coming back next week. Who knows? But I want to give myself a little breathing space, a little bit of break to reiterate things, to look at this priority list, to focus on other things and just see how it is to go two weeks without the podcast or after going the solid two months with a podcast every week and see if it's better, see if it's worse and then maybe pick up the podcast a bit later down the line when I'm a bit better at time management and able to do multiple things and juggle things at once. But I actually have to be very honest. While conceptualizing the episode for this podcast, I kind of thought about something, and what was really weird for me is just how, as I get into the groove of this podcast, as I've started vibing with it, started making it, started getting into a rhythm, and it's forming part of my weekly routine, I suddenly want to stop. But, but that's the thing. Maybe I won't stop. Let's see what happens. Maybe I'll come back next week with episode 11 and this episode 10 was just a random weekly podcast. But either way, I would like to spend this time reflecting on the podcast. And I think it's at this point where the thing that you're doing becomes a bit routine. So you want to mix it up. And I noticed that if some of you follow me on Instagram, I've created a new animation for the podcast. Every time I announce a podcast, I play a segment from it. And what I've done from now on is I've created a cool little animation to kind of show it off and within the weekly podcast episodes i want to dive into more deeper topics because i'll be honest i only plan for 10 episodes so i don't have topics passes i don't know what i'm going to talk about next week i'm gonna to have to think about it like really deeply i'm like oh my god what am i going to talk about and it's also at this point where i have to start bringing on guests where i want to start interviewing people because i'm in cape town and 
This is where I have to turn up more with the podcast, put in more effort. And that's the interesting thing. Now that suddenly I need to put in more effort, I want to slow down and take a break. And that's interesting. By making it more of a challenge, I'm wanting to pull back. And I think this is when a lot of people pull off things, when they stop kind of doing things, when they become a challenge, because it's too challenging, because it's out of your comfort zone. But it is actually better to push through this challenging phase because then it gets better. To start the podcast was a challenge, it became a routine. Now I'm hitting a part where there's another bit of a challenge, but getting through this challenge will allow it to become more of a routine. Do you see what I'm getting at here? It's very interesting because you must keep going when it gets challenging because this is now your comfort zone. You're comfortable with this routine, but now you want to make it more challenging. This is you stepping out of your comfort zone. And that's the power of this because breaking out of your comfort zone is where true happiness and excitement is. It's where real fulfillment comes in because if you just do the same boring thing all the time, it's not going to be great. And I think insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And you've got to mix it up. And I think that's where stepping out of our comfort zone comes in, especially with the sense of the podcast now becoming a challenge. I need to step out of my comfort zone. Make it challenging. Make it a bit harder. Discuss concepts I'm wanting to discuss but a bit uncomfortable to discuss. Bring on guests. Do all these awesome things. I think that's actually what I need to do. And that was what I thought about when I was conceptualizing this episode. I was like, wait, why am I actually taking a break? And then I realized because the podcast is getting a bit harder. But that's when you must actually push through it and go through it. So I was actually going to spend the remainder of this time summarizing each episode from episode two through nine. But we've actually run out of time. I'm not going to say we have to cut the podcast off right now, but I don't like going on up until an hour because that's really long. A lot of people don't have an hour to sit down and listen to a podcast. So I try to keep it under an hour. I just think it's the best thing for me to do. But I just have to say is from episode two, where I titled it Taking Breaks, Trusting Yourself and Trusting Your Process, all the way to episode nine, titled Perspective and Gratitude, we've come such a long way and it's been an absolute incredible journey and I even remember episode two like it was yesterday I was going through a bit of a rough state and just did a psyche practice where I learned to trust myself and trust my process and take a bit more breaks and my mind was so blown by the new habits that I was incorporating in my life that I had to make a podcast episode about it and then from there it just flowed we went on to the next podcast episode which was being in a creative rut and finding motivation and in that state of my life I was in a creative rut I was struggling to find motivation and I thought, you know what, I'm going to use the podcast as an audio diary. And that's what that episode was about, was just telling you that I'm in a rut and what we can do and what I've been doing to find motivation and get creative again. And I think episode three was then being a very open and honest where I spoke about my journey as an artist and this whole idea of the starving artist. Starving artists don't exist. They really don't. And we as a society have idolized the idea of a starving artist when we mustn't. Artists are just people, just like you, just like me, just like anyone. And we're just trying to make a living and make something of ourselves. And how my journey with artists where my creativity was suppressed my whole life to where it is now, where it's completely explosive and it's absolutely incredible. Again, and I think this podcast for me has just been like an audio diary, just sharing something with you, which I think is amazing. Went on to episode five, which was limiting your inputs and finding peace. And this was very interesting. I just read a chapter in my book called Stillness is the Key. And I read it a while back and there was a chapter called Limiting Your Inputs. And I just, the chapter blew my mind. And it was how we must control what we take in in order to control what we put out. And then thus, I link that idea over to finding peace. Now we can be more peaceful with what we take in and what we put out and our life and our work and our passion. And then there was a really powerful quote from that episode, which I like, which is actually a quote from Master Ugwe from Kung Fu Panda, um, where he's like, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery, but today is a gift. That is why we call it the present. And that for me is powerful. And I link that whole idea to peace. I love that episode. 
Next episode after that, episode six, was pursuing passion. And this is where I'd kind of made the conscious decision to go all in on what I wanted to do. I was like, look, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it. And then I decided to make an episode about it. And the episode just says, you must pursue your passion. This is the thing you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. So why not make it something that you love doing? And I also spoke about how you can find your passion by just experimenting with a whole range of things till you find something you like, by playing around with things, by finding what do you like doing? What do you do in your spare time? What do you think about? What did you do when you were younger? And through that, you can actually find your passion. And then went on for episode seven, which is, I think, also one of my favorite episodes where I spoke about the phenomenon of worry. And as someone who's had anxiety, stress, and worry throughout my younger years, talking about something like this was very impactful for me in my life because I was able to talk about things that were previously bothering me, things that still bother me now. But vocalizing all of that, I even listened back to that episode. And vocalizing all of those things really allowed me to understand it and realize how pointless worry is. Worry completely takes away your peace. It's a complete endless vicious cycle that gets you nowhere. And in that episode, we spoke about the concept of letting go and how powerful it is to let go because only through letting go are our hardest targets within our reach. And it's so powerful. After that, we went on to episode eight, which was the pursuit of happiness. And, I put, and that was a really good episode for me. I really enjoyed that as well. And it was after watching like Kid Cudi's video, The Pursuit of Happiness, and realizing that pursuit of happiness is a pointless pursuit because happiness isn't somewhere else, it's nowhere. The only place happiness is, is it is where you are right now. Until you give up on the idea that happiness is somewhere else, it will never be where you are. Because happiness is with you all the time. You just got to choose it. And on that, we went on to episode nine, which was the last episode, where I spoke about perspective and gratitude. Brilliant episode. Those two are the prime fundamentals of your life, your perspective, it's how you experience life, it's your outlook on everything, it's how you experience everything, and gratitude, which is the biggest thing that you need to be able to have a positive perspective on life, is to be grateful, and I think that's really, really powerful. So I'm actually glad I was able to squeeze a quick summary of each episode into the time frame, um, and I really hope you enjoy them. If you haven't listened to any of them, they're all below this episode, I think, on the podcast, every platform you're listening on, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, they're all below I highly recommend giving them a a listen. I was going to say giving them a read. I highly recommend giving them a listen because I'm really happy with them and I really hope they bring you some value, entertainment or anything in that aspect. But now, here we are at episode 10. And I thank you so much, like from the bottom of my heart for listening, for tuning in. If you're someone that tuned in every week, you're incredible. Much love. Thank you so much. If you're someone that's just popped in to listen to this episode, thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode and please feel free to listen to the other ones. I'm really happy with them. And yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. It's been amazing and absolute wild ride. Like I said, I've learned so much. I've had so much fun. It's been incredible. And I'm just a guy in my little room with a laptop, some pillows for sound dampening, and some ideas and a will to want to share them. So I think that's amazing. But thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the This Life Podcast, episode 10. Thank you for tuning in and rate accordingly on your respective platforms. And if you really enjoy this episode, please speak to a friend. It's the best thing you can do to me to spread the knowledge and to spread word about it is just tell someone you know about it. Speak to your friend about what you enjoyed over these past 10 episodes, what you learned, if you found them helpful, beneficial, entertaining in any way. But with that, I'd like to wish you a fantastic morning, evening, day, day ahead, week ahead, weekend way to work, whatever you're about to do in your life right now, I really wish and hope it goes well for you. And until next time, much love.